0: Welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about ditching diet culture and helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight by helping them keep it simple. I'll be sharing tips, nutrition information, and actionable strategies. Plus, I'll be your coach to keep you motivated, so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. All right, let's get started. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. Mealtime can be a major headache. This episode, I'm going to help you simplify mealtime. I'll go through the structure of your meals, theming days, the benefits of eating the same thing, how to stock your kitchen, a few effort meals, and batch cooking. Make sure you stick around until the end because I'll be sharing the tip of the episode. It's basically a theme party, so don't miss it. All right, let's get started. If you've ever felt stressed out by mealtime at the end of a crazy busy day with work and kiddos and whatever else you've got going on, then this is the episode for you. I want mealtime to be a little bit more simple than it is now. If I can help you make it a little bit less stressful and a little bit more enjoyable, then I will feel like I accomplished my goal for you by the end of this episode. I'm going to walk you through a couple of things that I suggest to clients and put into practice in my meal planning life to help simplify mealtime. The first main thing that we need to look at when we're talking about simplifying mealtime is the structure of your meals. Thing that we need to do to simplify is to just start off with the basic structure that you should be thinking about every single time you're planning a meal. This I talked about in much more detail in episode 6, how to eat less and feel full. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure that you go on over and check out episode six and give it a listen because it goes through everything in much more detail and you can read the show notes and there's a really great handout at the end of the show notes that includes you know a list of all the proteins and a nice visual picture on how you should be building your plate. You can head on over and grab that where you can find my show notes at lauravermander.com slash podcast episode six. I'll just go through it briefly here since I did go through it in much more detail in that episode. What I want you thinking about every single time you're planning a meal is this structure. First off, I want you to start off with your protein. What is your protein going to be at your meal? Is it going to be meat, poultry? Are you having a vegetarian meal? Pick your protein first. Then I want you to be picking your vegetables and your fruits. The goal is, you know, filling half our plate with our fruits and vegetables. So we're thinking about what vegetables are we having with the protein that we just chose? What colors are we having? What's the variety? And making sure that you've got those as part of your meal plan. And the last thing that you can add on, if you so choose, is to include a whole grain starchy carbohydrate. So are you going to have rice, pasta, bread, potatoes, etc. with your meal? And if you don't want to have it, that's fine. And if you do want to have it, then this is where you pick it. And we're making it about 25% of our plate when we're building our plate after we're done cooking our meal. It's just a super simple structure. First is your protein, second is your vegetables, and third is your whole grain starchy carbohydrate. Always want you to be starting off with this simple meal structure when you're thinking about what you're going to have for your meal. I often think that decision-making is probably the worst part of mealtime. It's tacked at the end of our day, and we've already made lots and lots of decisions throughout our whole day, and it can be like decision fatigue. To take some of the guesswork out of this decision-making around what to eat after our meals, I generally suggest that you create a theme for every single weekday. This creates a nice starting point for you when you're sitting down and you're planning out your meals and you're making your grocery shopping list. And it also helps with your pantry and stocking your pantry, which I'm going to talk about next. Just as a sort of example of how um, you can theme, what I mean when I say theming your week is you can do Meatless Monday, Taco Tuesday, Pasta Wednesday, Stir Fry Thursdays, and pizza on fridays those are just a couple of quick examples stay tuned for more on this because i'm going to talk about it in much more detail in my tip at the end of this episode the next thing that can help simplify mealtime is boring eating <laughs> so there's something about highly successful people, I'm sure you've heard this before, where people who are highly successful and very intelligent, etc., where they tend to simplify certain parts of their day. For example, if you've often ever heard about Mark Zuckerberg, the owner of Facebook, he basically has a uniform that he wears every single day. He always is wearing jeans and a very basic T-shirt. So what he has done there is he's taken that decision-making out of his day. He always just knows what he's going to wear in the morning and it's not even, it's like automatic pilot for him. This is why I always joke about loving wearing a uniform when I went to school because I hate making decisions. And so I love this concept and I apply this to my eating. You can apply this simplified concept of being on automat, autopilot and apply it to a meal. So it's basically like you find something that you like and you eat it every day. <laughs> That's it. This typically works well at breakfast or lunch because we generally are eating dinner with other people like our families or friends and so eating the same thing at dinner doesn't generally work as well but you know you do you. As I said I apply this to my life. I have literally eaten the same breakfast Monday to Friday for probably 10 years or so. Ever so often, I'll eat something different, but it's pretty much been the same breakfast for me every weekday for of as almost as long as I can remember, to be honest. And this just makes it super simple for me. I get up in the morning, I like have a whole routine, you know, with our kids, etc. And I'm not even thinking about what we're doing for breakfast. I'm just literally getting out the ingredients and getting going with what I'm doing. I like it because it simplifies that portion of my day. So you can apply this to really simplify, you know, a meal. So if you find a salad that you like, and you want to eat it Monday to Friday, then go ahead and do that. It works for some people. It doesn't work for everyone. So if you're kind of like thinking that I'm insane while I'm talking about this tip, then skip it and we'll move on to the next one for you. So that next Simplify Meal tip is about stocking your kitchen, which I kind of already mentioned. Just making sure that you have staples on hand is really, really key to helping you out at mealtime. This tip goes along with the idea of theming your weekdays. So for example, Let's just use Taco Tuesday. If you always are doing Taco Tuesday, you're always going to have wraps on your grocery list, or you know anything else that's going to go along with your tacos. So maybe you know it's salad greens and salsa and tzatziki and anything else that you are going to be putting you know in your tacos every single week. Obviously, the tacos can be different each Tuesday, but you're going to. Have simplified your grocery list and your pantry stocking because you're always going to have some of these staple items on hand for making whatever Taco Tuesday meal you choose. The other thing that you can do, along with stocking your kitchen, is once a month to go through your kitchen or if you have a pantry and check and see what items you need to restock on. It's generally things that you use on the regular. So for example, like we eat tuna and chickpeas I get a lot and bars like protein bars, granola bars, all those types of things, Um, pasta sauce, canned tomatoes. So there's just certain things that we like, that I like to have on hand for us that I'm using regularly so that I just, you know, I don't even have to think about it. I just go to the pantry and I grab it. And this also applies to freezer foods, keeping things like fruit, and frozen vegetables on hand so that they can be easily added to meals when you open the fridge door and you realize you skipped step two of the structure of your meal you forgot to add in a vegetable and spinach has turned into liquid and you don't have anything you're just gonna open your freezer door and you're gonna grab out whatever vegetables that you've got on hand and That has really taken the guesswork out of what you're doing for the meal and really helped simplify the stress of mealtime. So I mentioned a couple of things that you can stock your kitchen with, and there's lots of varying lists on the internet that you can use as a starting point for stocking your pantry. So what I'll do is I'll link a couple of those lists in my show notes so that you guys can use those as a starting point for what you might want to be stocking your kitchen with. And you can find that at lauravermander.com slash podcast episode 10. All right, my effort meals. <laughs> Now, I'm not going to swear in this episode because you have to like check something special for uploading all your podcasts if you swear. So we're just going to call it Effort Meals. And it's basically always good to have a backup plan. And that's why I call it Effort Meals. And you know, those days I feel like I just had an effort day. My daughter maybe broke her toe and my cat killed a bird in our backyard and it's just been like a whole thing and I'm really feeling like dinner time is like an effort meal today. So I like to have a couple of these on hand so that if I'm feeling like that's the kind of meal that we're having, I just have something that's go-to rather than resorting to something like takeout or fast food. A couple of examples would be my favorite is a barbecue chicken, like a rotisserie chicken from the grocery store, and one of those bagged salads. My husband and I love that. It's super easy if you're eating it with the kiddos and you want to have some carbohydrate with it. I usually grab like a multi baguette and have it on the side. Another super easy one that's good for the wintertime is something like a stir fry made with those frozen vegetables that you stocked your pantry with, maybe some edamame that's frozen, or some canned chickpeas, and then, you know, a grain from your pantry. So maybe like rice or a pasta or whatever you guys like. And another popular one is a frozen pizza. And yes, I'm a dietitian, and I'm telling you to stock your freezer with a frozen pizza. There's lots of options. There's thin crust. You can get ones with lots of vegetables, or you can, you know, add, have a bagged salad on the side with the pizza. So there's lots of ways that you can make that a balanced meal. Something is always better than nothing, and something that you are going to prepare at home, you're in control of the portion, and what's going into it better always than something that's takeout. My last tip before we go into my actionable tip of the episode for you this week is batch cooking. I really don't ever do full on meal prep. I, I've talked about it before. I hate meal prepping. I, it doesn't fit in my life. I don't want to be cooking for five hours in the kitchen on a Sunday or whatever day. And you know, like my husband will probably not eat the same thing every single day. And so it would be like meal prepping for myself and I just don't do it. Batch cooking is kind of like my in-between doing nothing and doing a full-on meal prep because it's something that I feel like is manageable when I'm already making food. So the concept of batch cooking is essentially that you are doubling or even tripling something that you are making already for dinner, and then you either keep it for leftovers, you eat it for lunches, Or you freeze the cooked version and you keep it in the freezer as an effort meal for the future. Things that are easy to batch cook are things like chicken breasts on the barbecue or on a sheet pan in the oven, roasted vegetables, again, barbecue or oven. Those are really easy. And those are things that then can easily get added to sandwiches or salads or anything like that that you're kind of putting together throughout the rest of your week. Batch cooking is really good for Kind of the people who like the idea of meal prepping, but can't commit to it fully and it doesn't work in their schedule. So I usually say, you know, if you're taking out the chicken and you're, you know, basting the chicken and putting sauce on it and throwing it on the barbecue, what's the difference between doing five versus two, right? So it's that just getting into like that kind of habit. This brings us into my tip of this episode. My tip this episode is that I'm going to recommend that you. Pick themes for your weekdays and try it out and see if it works for you and your meal planning. Here are just some random examples that I came up with that can kind of get you going with some brainstorming for what might work for you. So I've got Meatless Monday, Taco Tuesday. You can have a pasta day, a stir fry day, a leftovers day if you want. Maybe you guys love to make sandwiches and you always have a sandwich day in the winter time you can always have a sheet pan meal day one that i love for my kids is charcuterie i love a good charcuterie meal And then my last example for you guys is breakfast for dinner. I also am a huge fan of breakfast for dinner. So what I suggest is think about something that you are typically eating or that you like to eat or you like to cook. That's easy for you and try and create a theme around it. And then what you do is you have the theme for each weekday or you could do the entire week if you want. And then it's like just that easy rotation. So on Mondays, you know, if it's meatless Monday, you know that you're always buying a vegetarian protein for that meal and building something off that. Again, like Taco Tuesday. Can you tell I love tacos? You know, you've already got the wraps on hand. You've got all the sauces that you need. Maybe you even have, you know, some of the vegetables that you might have. So you have peppers already in your kitchen. And so really, you know, one week you're having chicken and the next week you're having beef tacos and the week after that it's fish tacos. So the theme is just basically to give you a starting point. It's still to have variety in that dinner meal, but also to give you a little bit of structure and ease of thinking about, okay, it's Tuesday, we're going to have tacos. And what does that involve? So it's to simplify that whole thought process and decision-making around what should we have for dinner. This episode, I talked all about how to simplify mealtime. Let's take the headache out of mealtime and try and make it more enjoyable. I can't account for your crazy kiddos, of course. I walked you through the structure of meals, how to theme your days, the benefits of being boring, stocking your kitchen, and we talked about some effort meals and why I love batch cooking, not meal prepping. My tip this week was for you to pick themes for each day and make a meal around it. And share your theme with me, at laurav.weightlosscoach on Instagram. Thanks for listening. You can find a summary of the show and all the links I mentioned in my show notes, which you can find at lauravermander.com slash podcast. If you're looking for a little bit more community, make sure you join my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link is in my show notes. Finally, if you like this episode, make sure you follow the show. And I'd love if you take a minute to leave a review or share with a friend. All right. Excited to chat again next week. Bye for now.